Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. Today on the show, Things You Should Know. We're talking about the top things that men want. Stick around. Here at Things You Should Know Podcast, our focus varies from commonly asked questions like, what are the top email apps for iPhone users? Or how much does it cost to go to Disney World anyway? To the trending topics of the day, such as are taxes going up or down? And who's Elon Musk? We shed light on things you probably have always wondered about, but you never got around to investigating them yourself. This podcast brings you the answers to your most commonly asked questions and makes you smarter just by listening. Information empowers, and the more information you have, the better decision you can make and ultimately. Your quality of life is based on the decisions you make. So thanks for joining the discussion and make sure that you subscribe today and not miss out on any future episodes of Things You Should Know. Hey guys, welcome to the show. Uh, My name is Kelly and you've reached Things You Should Know. And it's my pleasure to welcome you in. I appreciate you hanging out with me today. I've got some really good content. I think you're going to find this particularly interesting. Now, uh, before we get started, I'd like to uh, I'd like to make the call to action for you to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. Uh, make sure you share and, and like it and all these sorts of things. And uh, if you want to be super special and um help us out. Uh, why don't you give us a, a really nice review there? Uh, we certainly would appreciate it. And the basis of the show is really simple. We um, do a lot of investigation. I'm very uh, naturally inquisitive and I'm bringing to you content, information, things that make you smarter just by listening. These are the types of questions you've asked to hurt other people ask, and you maybe haven't had the time to suss them out yourself. And listen to this podcast. This is what we do. And so today, uh, one of the things that, uh, is really prevalent, uh, and within, uh, a large search volume of, um, of Google evidently is what do men want? What do men want? And, uh, so in a month's time, uh, this is Google probably, uh, these numbers, uh, say around a million times. What do men want? And this is from 2019, 2020. Uh, so, um, and of course we're just in 2021, but what do men want is what we're going to talk about today. So let's jump into it. 
All right, so let's let's uh, put some qualifiers on this because this is um, you know a question like you know uh, do you like dogs? Uh, there are a hundred different breeds of dogs. There are different sizes of dogs. There are different types of people. So that question is uh, uh, what I call a constant variable. So what do men want? Uh, what well, depends? Are you asking uh, what do they want uh, from you? In a relationship, uh, are you asking what do they want from themselves? Uh, what do they want uh, in their careers? What do they want in their family structure? What do they desire to see within themselves over their, their lifetime? So uh, you can break this up in a couple different ways. And I've been a man for a long time. And so I've got some uh, personal experience here and I've raised two young men. I've mentored uh, young men for about 20 years and I'm part of two social groups, one of fraternity that is predominantly men. And well, the fraternity, of course, is all men, uh, but the other organization is um, um, a little diverse. So there has been a lot of uh, men, men, men in my life. And I think I have some level of um, past performance and history on this. And I can speak to this without really doing a great deal of research, although I did because I wanted to see what people were saying. And I'll be quite honest with you. The first thing that I do, if I see an article that's written uh, by a anyone other than a man, uh, that's going to get bypassed. I'll tell you why. If if you are not a pilot and people are asking questions about flying an airplane, I think we should leave that to the pilots. And so when we're asking men what they want to suggest anyone other than a man is going to be able to answer that is a little silly. So uh, the articles that I uh, reviewed and some of the information I'm going to bring to you today. Uh, these are articles all written by men, and I'm going to give you my personal uh, opinion on some of what they're saying. But because I know relationships are such a big, um, uh, big hotspot for everybody is everybody's always curious in terms of, you know, love and relationships and match.com and farmers only and all this jazz. I believe that uh, the majority of the people who were searching uh, in Google for what men want are more than likely women. It just makes sense. Why would a man search for what men want unless he's, um, I don't know, doing a podcast like I am. <laughs> um, but for the most part, I'll, I think you'll agree that the majority of people that are doing these searches are likely uh, of the opposite sex. Uh, we do live in a day and age where, um, uh, you know, uh, we do have quite a large um, homosexual population you know, population, which is great, which is fine. I'm completely okay with that. And so there could be some gay men searching that. I don't know, but let's just talk about relationships. So whether it's a gay man or whether it is a uh, person of the opposite sex, we're going to talk about what men want in a relationship. And we'll circle back and talk about what men want uh, in their family life and their career. And then uh, in terms of personal development, because all these are, are different and they're um, compartmentalized. And I think it's important as we get into this to talk about how men think as opposed to how women think. I, I'm not a specialist uh, on on uh, women. I have been married 25 years and I've raised two daughters. 
So I know a little bit. I know enough to tell you that I'm not a specialist and I do not presume to give anyone advice on what women think, because uh, in my opinion, I think women are much more complex than men. Uh, I do not think they compartmentalize. I think everything kind of runs together. Men are different. Men have work and then they have their wives and then they have their hobbies and then they have their, uh, uh, you know, guys, you know, the, 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 the guys that hang out with everything is in a different closet. Women have one big closet. In my opinion, they go in and get everything. That's not the way men think. So keep that in mind as we go through this. So I'm going to tell you seven things that men uh, want in a relationship and I'm going to um, just kind of explain them to you a little bit. And hopefully this will answer some of your questions. Uh, and these are seven things that men won't necessarily ask for. Here's the first thing you need to know about a man. Unlike women, men are not verbal creatures, not all men. So let's qualify again. Uh, let's use the 80-20 rule because this, what I'm about to explain to you, uh, may not fit your man completely. So if you want to use this information and go back and, and you know, incorporate in your relationship and it's not working with your man, I need you to understand that every man is different. So you may have a young man. You may have an older man. You may have a short man or a tall man. You may have a black man or a white man. You may uh, be in, in different parts of the world, different cultures, different religions. All of these things uh, just like it would impact you as a woman, it impacts us as men and the way that we think as individuals. We are part and parcel, a cacophony, this big glob of soup of our environments. And depending on where you are in the world, your thinking, you know, could, you know, possibly be different. Of course, uh, this is just as general as we can be in terms of um Surveying men and trying to get a feel for uh, general things that they have in common that they say they like. So let's use about 80 percent. Let's just use 80 percent. OK, so uh, the first should not be any surprise to anyone. Uh, a man wants to be happy. They want to be happy. And the information I'm bringing to you, this article uh, is through a, um, a group called Love and Relationships, um, the Brave Thinking Institute. And I thought it was very well written. Uh, and this was written back in 2018. It doesn't even matter if it was written in 2008, to be honest with you, because men um, are relatively the same, Rel relatively the same over time. There's been no large updates, you know, like you update your iPhone every month. It seems like now there's no big updates, you know, um, and I'm going to talk a little bit more about consciousness later, but it, we'll, we'll get into that. So there are a number of couples that were interviewed uh, who had been married for over 40 years. And um, most of the men have this expression. And my grandfather used this as well. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. And that's the way a lot of men think. And they're bred to think that way. And uh, I don't think that's particularly productive. Because uh, a lot of men will live their lives trying to please someone and your happiness is never going to come from an external factor, another person. You have to complete yourself. That goes for women as well. Uh, but this mentality exists that if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So what does this say? In our society, men, for the most part, are bred to please their 
partner. And I'm not suggesting that women are not. We're only talking about men today. Uh, but this mentality, if mama ain't happy or if the wife's not happy, uh, nobody's happy and these sorts of things, you, you hear that on a, on a regular basis. But the truth of the matter is men also want to be happy. And quite honestly, the reason why men on a large part want to make sure their wives are happy because that makes them happy. Men feel good innately uh, providing for their wives, their family, uh, being there to help and to assist and to do things for the one that they love, whether it's their partner or their wife. It doesn't matter. There's a innate good feeling when we're able to be um, of help and of assistance. And, and there's a purpose for what we're doing. And so we feel purposeful and that makes us happy. So the idea that um, we're, you know, trying to please someone, I've got a little bit of unrest with that, but uh, I won't get too deep uh, off into the weeds with it. So the first thing he wants to be happy. Now, remember, he's not necessarily going to come out and just tell you that. So it, I think if you are a partner and you're in a, a homosexual relationship, you have an advantage because you are also a man. So you understand how men think. So you can head a lot of this off at the past. You know, he's not going to communicate a whole lot and you can you can understand when his moods are changing and you can uh, insert yourself uh, in a way that a woman possibly cannot because she doesn't understand how men think. And a, a homosexual man may not take it personal when his partner just becomes silent because he understands that men sometimes go in what I call a cave until they can work things out in their mind. And then they'll come out and, and express themselves while women primarily are continually expressing themselves and communicating to work things out. OK, so there's that. Now, uh, what's the second thing? The second thing a man wants is he wants and would like for you to take interest in the things that interest him. Uh, very similar to, you know, the partner or wife or girlfriend, uh, when you're doing something, whether it's a hobby or a job or his sports team and things like that, that he finds of interest. Now, if a man has a, uh, a wife, then I can tell you, I can't say definitively you're, you're number one, but you're in the top three of the things that he is most interested in. If he has a family, then you, then that family is definitely at the top. Now, I'm saying definitely for the 80 percent. Now, I understand divorce rates and some guys are just, you know, not the greatest guys. OK, we're talking on a general level, uh, you know, 80 percent, you know, just a general population. And also, I'm ta- I'm talking to you from my own personal background, from the way that I feel and also of men that I know I'm, I'm personal friends with these people. And I would say that their wives and their families are always in their top three. And the reason I say they're not their number one it's because you don't know how people order their top threes. You know, it could be, you know, their religion, their spirituality, their wife, their kids and, and something like that. Or it could be some it could be some, uh, 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 you know, a combination of that. But you're in the top three. Excuse me. And the reason I say that is because um, you're top on the list for him. What he wants to know is he top on the list for you. And here's a test. Here's something that you could do today that you that you can prove to yourself how he thinks about you and really how you think about him. Look into your phone 
and look into your save calls, you know, your your call list in, in your iPhone or your Android where you have programmed numbers, where you don't have to go look for them. Who's at the top of that list? I can tell you personally, as a fact, my wife is at the top of my list. Why? Because she's the most important person to me that I would need to get in contact with. Let's take a quick break. Hey, I'm going to get you back to that episode really quick. I know you're enjoying the podcast. I wanted to say thank you, break in really quick to say thank you so much for supporting the podcast. Three things really quickly. Number one, thank you for listening. Number two, please go down in the show notes. We have a new um, way to communicate, and it is through text. So we'd love to hear from you guys. So please send us a text message when you're done listening to this episode. We'd love to know what your thoughts are. And then lastly, please go into our digital store. We've got a lot of digital products there that can help you be supported throughout these content deliveries throughout the podcast. There are ways for you to download these worksheets and ebooks and different things that can help really solidify some of the content that we talk about here on Rethink Podcast. Thank you guys so much, and I'll get you back to your episode. Now, am I top on hers? No. I've looked at her phone before. I, mine is it's, it's not the same. It's not the same. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not in her top or she doesn't love me and anything like that. But I'm telling you how men think. You look at his phone and if he has organized his calls uh, any sort of way, like a, a list of favorites and you are his wife. I'm not saying the girlfriend because that's different. If you're his wife, then you're more than likely at the top. You're at the top. He's got you there. He's got the kids and that kind of stuff. Okay. So the second thing, he wants you to take interest in what he's doing. Now, if you don't like football, I've seen some really brave partners, um, girlfriends and, and wives to really try to educate themselves on sports and things like that. Uh, the Super Bowl is coming up soon. So, you know, some really great girlfriends and wives would be like, you know what? I don't really get this. But, man, my husband loves football and I know this big game's coming up. So I'm going to make a big deal about it. I'm going to cook some wings and make some pot stickers or whatever you do. And I'm going to make sure he's comfortable. He's having a great day because this is something that he loves, that he loves. Uh, so that's one way to show interest in in things that, that he loves. And you can ask him questions when he comes home about his job, about a hobby that he he wants you to be interested in the things he's interested in. Now, the third thing I'm going to talk about is very prevalent. It's very important. And it could be the difference between more communication in a relationship or less communication. And that is uh, your man wants you to initiate sex. He wants you to initiate sex because to most men, sex is the path to the deepest emotional connection possible. It's how they express themselves in terms of love and, and emotion for you. And um, if you live on the earth, <laughs> then you know that sex sells in marketing, fashion, lingerie, pretty much anything. And if you live on the earth and you're part of any social media platform, there are a number of women who have these huge followings and I'm not saying they're not offering anything in terms of content, but for the most part, 
it's just a physical thing. They are scantily clad, uh, maybe a couple of bikinis here and they're working out or pretending to do yoga, but there are thousands of people following them. The reason I'm bringing this up is because women understand that men want them. I don't think anyone's confused about that. When someone says to you, hey, you know, there was a rape the other day. Ten times out of ten, you're thinking a man raped a woman. Very few people are thinking some woman raped the man. This is just how we are and how we think. Well, the man at some point wants to feel attractive to you. He wants to feel like you actually want him as well. And if he's initiating on an ongoing basis, it doesn't make it clear. It makes it seem like you are maybe fulfilling your duties as a wife or a girlfriend that perhaps, you know, you're doing it because of him and not because you want him. It makes a difference, a huge difference uh, that you, particularly if you're in a long term relationship, short term relationships, you know, usually this is not an issue because women understand how important this is. Um, to, to men. And I'm not suggesting that it's not important to women, but men are visual creatures. Men are sexual creatures. And I don't think I would get any argument from even women. If I say men on a large scale are more sexually active than women, it's just the facts. Now, if you're in a long-term relationship and this has went astray for some reason, you need to get this back on track because he will distance himself from you. If this is becomes more of an issue. This is how he communicates. You may communicate verbally. He communicates differently. And so you need to understand that if you want to keep the relationship going, make him feel like you want him as well. And you will see a big difference in your man. Now, uh, number four, um, you know, I, I think we know this part. Uh, he wants to be praised and he wants to be acknowledged. I'm not suggesting that you clap your hands every time he takes the trash out or that, you know, when he changes a light bulb, you guys hold some sort of conference. But uh, if you think about the fact that if you did not have your husband. Now, let's let's think about a long term relationship. You've been married. And in this survey, these guys have been together. Most of these people have been together close to 40 years. And people take on their roles. Nothing wrong with that. If uh, my wife has never touched a lawnmower in her life, she wouldn't know how to crank it. Um, I do all the handiwork around the house. It's not a problem because I actually like fixing things. Uh, but if my wife uh, had to do it, it would be somewhat problematic. It would be very problematic. Let me just be honest. Would it get done? Not by her. She would have to end up calling someone. So if I wasn't here, what would have to take place in order to get some of these things taken care of? And so when you're thinking about your relationship and acknowledging your husband, your long term partner, whatever the case may be, think about the value that he brings and the ease of life you may have uh, because he is such a, uh, an attentive person. He makes sure that the trash doesn't pile up. Uh, he does make sure if the light goes out, that it's back on. He makes sure that, um, you know, uh, a lot of the heavy lifting is done around the house where you don't have to do it. Uh, you know, your cars are managed, tires are rotated, oils are changed, and these sorts of things. Uh, he, he does a lot of heavy lifting. And I'm not suggesting to you that he's looking for praise, but it's nice to hear thank you 
sometimes. And if he takes your car out every Saturday, fills it with gas, and cleans it, you should say thank you. Thank you. And acknowledge what he brings to the table. Okay? All right, number five. Um, He wants you to encourage him to adventure. Uh, Most men are often conditioned to believe that women want more time together than they actually do. And if he asks for time away, uh, that perhaps he could hurt your feelings. Um, I don't know if every woman feels that way. I'm trying to think on my personal experience if my wife feels that way. Uh, you, he wants to feel independent to some degree. He can go off and, and adventure and just, you know, like go and hang out. You know, girls always talk about, you know, brunches and hang out with the girls, you know, and these sorts of things. And he should be free to go out and hang out with the, with the fellas and not feel like, you know, your feelings are going to be hurt or you're going to be upset. Now, in a long term relationship, I'll be quite honest with you. I don't really think this is an issue uh, in the majority of relationships because this hurdle has been uh, uh, you crossed this hurdle early on. This is a, this is something that, in my opinion, you take care of in the first five years, because uh, assuming you get married in your youth. But either way it goes in your first five years of being together as a married couple, this sort of conversation is going to come up because what you're doing is you're intermingling lives. Your life is now becoming intermingled with your partner's life, your wife's life. And you, you guys have to figure out what fits and what doesn't fit. And part of that is your independence. And so um, a lot of men are saying, hey, I'd like to adventure. Now, the reason why this really is not a big deal for me, it's not a big deal for me and my wife. Um, I don't know a lot of men who necessarily feel this way. Uh, this was in the article, so I want to bring it to your attention. But um, evidently, the people they surveyed, the men that they surveyed did feel that way. So encourage uh, your man to adventure. Encourage him to go off and um you know, do things without you and have the confidence and the trust that once he gets back, he'll have a greater appreciation for you. And speaking of confidence, he wants your confidence in him. That means a lot to men. Uh, I've seen <laughs> some women make some really, um, oh man, some really uh, grave errors when it comes to how they treat their husband. So I'll give you an example. I was telling you earlier that I'm pretty handy around the house. I I do a lot of woodworking. I like to build stuff. I garden. I I can do quite a bit of, you know, thing. I'm pretty manly when it comes to that kind of stuff. If, you know, you allow me to use it that way. Uh, So one of the things that I have in my home is a home theater. And so I built the risers and put up the screen. I put up the curtains, the whole nine yards. Uh, because it was something that I wanted. I've always wanted it. So I, I built it. I didn't want to pay anybody to do it. And I didn't want to wait for it. I, I built it myself. And so I, um, I've seen where sometimes people would ask me to do things for them. And they had a husband or even worse. They would ask my opinion about something at their home in front of their husband's. And as a guy, let me just explain. Now, if you're in a uh, homosexual relationship and it's two men, you understand where I'm going. But if you are a female, you're in a heterosexual relationship, long term relationship, girlfriend, boyfriend or wives, husband. And you don't get what I'm saying. Let me make this very clear. A 
man wants to feel like you have confidence in him, that he can take care of you and he can provide your needs and he can um, defend you and he can protect you. He, he wants to feel that way. Okay. That's number one. So if you go to another man and ask him to provide those things for you, you're going to offend your current man and he may not be your current man for long. It to me is out of order. If you ask another man uh, to do something when you haven't allowed your, your husband or your current man to be able to fix whatever the situation is. So I would not go and ask a friend of my wife's um, to cook something for me when my wife is right there. She should be the primary person if, if that was her role to do it. Now, so you don't have a stroke. Uh, I cook in my house every day. I don't want you to think that I have some prehistoric, uh, uh, you know, dinosaur type of mentality where women have to cook and men have to take out the trash. It's not what I'm suggesting at all. I cook in this house every day. But what I'm saying is if that was the case, my wife was a cook. And if I was hungry, I should go to my wife to ask for food, not to her friend. It's, it's going to set off some uh, sensitivity around the relationship. So uh, I may have muddied the water a little bit. But the bottom line is this. He wants you to have confidence in him. If there are things, tasks and things around the house that you feel exceed his skill set, then you guys work on them together. So instead of you calling the handyman, ask him to call the handyman. Let him deal with it. And you say, oh, Kelly, you're feeding his ego. And and why can't I just do it? I'm an independent woman. Listen, that's all great. If do you want to give him the things that he wants, then then do it. If you don't and you want to be independent, at some point you may be truly independent because you may be single again. And it's just um, I have two daughters and I teach them how to change tires and I teach them how to do things on their own uh, because I feel like that's important. So I don't want you to think that I, I'm not a feminist. When I'm giving this information, I'm just trying to get you inside of his head. You can use the information however you want or don't use it at all. But the, the, the fact remains, he still wants you to have ultimate confidence in him. If he feels like you have more confidence in Larry down the street to fix your sink than him, then Larry down the street becomes an issue. I'm just telling you, that's the way men think. Or most men. All right. So the last one has a lot to do with what we just talked about in this respect. He wants your respect. So um, it's it's a it's it, respect is is a is a um, curious thing because it shows up in small ways. It can show up in obvious ways. Um, if if you're in a respectful relationship, you'll honor each other's differences. Uh, the fact that you don't like the same things and you don't have the same opinions all the time actually can add to the marriage, the relationship, the partnership. Now, respect also means that you're courteous to one another and you can say things like please and thank you. Um, for me. In my relationship, I have um, felt respected 
all of the time. My wife uh, does uh, extend, you know, um, she doesn't necessarily say thank you all the time, but she will have her moments where she'll just come and she'll say, you know, how much she appreciates me and how much she knows, you know, what what I contribute to the family and um and these sorts of things. And when you're in a long-term relationship, I've been married, I think I told you earlier, for about 20, we've been together 25 years. We've been technically married 23, almost 24. It's important to both parties uh, to establish the re- mutual respect for the other. And quite honestly, I think that's how you get into a long-term relationship. Um, mutual respect, friendship, and the love and all that stuff will come l- you know, later. And uh, we'll have to do another podcast about that. But uh, the last thing he wants is 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 your respect. So um, just to kind of summarize, these are seven things that men want and they're not necessarily going to ask you for. Number one was to be happy. Uh, Number two, uh, for you to show interest in his interest. And number three, which is probably the most important thing, ladies, uh, he wants you to initiate uh, sex. Uh, number four, he wants to be praised and acknowledged. <clears throat> number five, he wants you to encourage him uh, to be adventurous. He wants your confidence. And then, of course, he wants your respect. Now, this was one of the more popular <laughs> terms Googled uh, in 2019, 2020. And in my estimation, there's only one aspect of what men want. I think this is shows like one closet. Uh, in order to understand this closet, you have to now open the closet that says, you know, um, what do I want for myself? Uh, and maybe what do I want in a career? And what what do I want, you know, from family and all these other things? If you want to really comprehensively understand men. Uh, and I think some of you do. So I'll come back at some point and I'll break out and open these other closets and then you can piece it all together. And you say, oh, OK, from 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 the mind of a man. So I appreciate you guys hanging out with me today. As always, um, I hope you've learned something. That's the whole point in doing these podcasts. So these are things you should know. Uh, We will be back in two days time uh, with another great topic. And if you're not done so already, please like, subscribe and share. Take care. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates, and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering ebooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.